0: Probably when I was a kid, I was probably um, leaning toward comedy, but everyone, including everyone that does comedy, wouldn't mind taking a bite out of a dramatic apple.
1: Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever it is, wherever you are. I'm Austin Titchener, one-third of the Reduced Shakespeare Company, and you're listening to this week's Reduced Shakespeare Company podcast, number 872 TV's Neil Flynn, part two. This week, we return to our conversation with our old friend, Neil Flynn, who, in addition to acting with Harrison Ford in three separate projects, which we talked about last week, is also comfortable acting in both comedies and dramas, and more importantly, gets hired to do both. Our conversation begins this week as I clumsily tried to ask him about that specific showbiz space that he occupies. Talking about your Chicago roots, um, you were always this guy that we, that I always pictured as, as a guy who walked both sides of the acting street. You were an improviser and an actor at other Chicago theaters like the Goodman or, mm-hmm. or, 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 I think it was Steppenwolf. I, I don't remember. Yeah. Um, was that always a thing for you was that lucky was that a thing you consciously went after how do you feel about i mean even now you you spent you do for for a guy who's on as many t episodes of television as you you also did a lot of improv while you were doing that and i'm wondering how, what's what that what that's like for you to go back and forth between those two probably when i was a kid
0: i was probably um leaning toward comedy and, um, but everyone, including everyone that does comedy, wouldn't mind taking a bite out of a dramatic sure. apple, you know? Um, but what, by the time I got to Chicago at, after college, I was leaning toward, or at least the opportunities that were, I think it's probably more dramatic theater than comedy. I think yeah. that's to Um, yeah. but so I was on that track. And, um, and comfortable doing it, you know, I did, I, I, I don't remember looking back how many different productions I was in, in, in Chicago, but let's, let's call it 10, maybe sure. 12. And, um, yeah, it was almost, I, I don't think I can name a comedy unless you consider hot out Baltimore, a, a, a comedy, but what happened was, and then I came out, Oh, you know what happened? I came out to LA, um, for a pilot season with a girlfriend and uh, I say that because I, I wouldn't have come unless she was going. I mean, it, I came right. along, sure. is a better way to put it. Um, I got a read for Coach, ironically. If you recall, he had that big assistant
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, coach, assistant coach. And um, I read for that in a very preliminary way. It was also meet this casting director and here's here are some sides to read. For all I know, the show, you know. Anyway, she said, "Okay, good." Coach was a comedy, by the way, folks. I have our comedy in the eighties, and um, she said, "Okay, I I can see that you can act, but you've got to lighten up very much." I was, you know, I this is a slow thinking guy, and that you know how comedies a lot of times that's where the humor comes from: Woody on Cheers or Coach on Cheers, or you know, the 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 the, the dim-witted guy. I was playing it like it was of mice and men, you know, <laughs> <laughs> the heartbreakingly dim wooded guy. Yeah. <laughs> and um, so I realized I didn't, didn't know what I was doing as far as that goes. But then a few years after that, almost by accident, I got involved in improv and was hanging around funny people. And, uh, I, I, if he would have asked me as a young man, I, I do you think you're funny? I would have said yes, but I got funnier, <laughs> you know? Um, and so that led, I never would, I I knew what Second City was my whole life. I never would have dreamed I would go there and I never pursued it. You know, uh, I I knew what the Chicago Bears were. But I never thought I'd, you know, had any thoughts about taking the field, you know.
1: Right.
0: Uh, <laughs> it just kind of, not to say fell in my lap, but I ended up on this track that I didn't anticipate with improv thing that was great. Mm-hmm. And then the time came when people of our class or um, whatever would take that next logical step to second city mm-hmm. I was so much more prepared than I would have been uh, had I not of course wandered into improv and um it uh, was just a great bonus to be able to have that fork in the road and still keep the other fork in the road you know yeah um, and it 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 set me up to Certainly, I was better at performing comedy then, and therefore prepared to, um, you know, do comedy on, 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 on television. And here's a thought: is that Bill Lawrence, who I mentioned before, the creator of Scrubs, um, he saw me in an improv show. We ha- we had been already been friends, weirdly, from many years earlier when I came out for that pilot season. Yeah. I, a few months later, we moved back, you know, for a few years and met him in a bar and played on a basketball team, a, you know, a rec league in, in yeah. Westwood. And then when I came, I, I had to quit, you know, because I was riding on the vine out in L.A., moved back to Chicago and started doing improv. Around that time, I saw on a TV show, on the credits for Spin City, co-created by Bill Lawrence. I thought, I wonder if that's the same Bill Lawrence is because he was only about. 24 years old or 25, he's, very, he's a young phenom. Um, so Bill came to see an improv show uh, and shortly after scrubs came up. And uh, although he, well, he kind of gave me the part, but when I saw him, I was reading for Dr. Cox's part, uh, John McGinley, and I said um, I said to Bill, he said, oh, I said, thanks for calling me in. He says, I, no, I didn't call you in, you, you were on the list. The, the casting directors had you on the list. I didn't have to give him your name but the bad news is he says you're not going to get this part i already know who i'm going to give it to and so we'll just chat for a bit you know okay fair enough and then he says you know what read this it was a page or two um a scene with the janitor and i read it and he goes you want to do that and it was just a one-shot thing in the the pilot but it's you know of course the answer is yes yeah i'll I'll get a day of work uh, 500 bucks or whatever it is yeah and um I said, sure, I'll do this. And, um, okay. And so we did it and it turned out to be what it turned out to be. Uh, they, they kept me around, but, um, and weirdly, conversely to what I was talking about is doing comedy. The janitor was pretty dry as far as comedy goes. Yeah. So it wasn't comedy like, um, you know, Jim Carrey or something. There's variations of, sure. uh, of what, uh, counts as comedy, but, it was uh, no i always say that my the, the, the best business decision best business decision i ever made was walking into improv olympic in chicago um, it, it it opened that branch to comedic performing and it uh, had me rubbing shoulders with people who i'm still friends with today and some of whom have uh, you know had great success
1: hello this is elizabeth dennehy Otherwise known as Lieutenant Commander Shelby from Star Trek Next Generation. Welcome to the Reduce Shakespeare Company's podcast. Where can you RSC the RSC? This fall of 2023, we'll be performing the complete history of comedy abridged and the ultimate Christmas show abridged around the country. Check out the touring page at our website, reducedshakespeare.com, or our Facebook page or Twitter feed at Reduced for the latest information. And now back to my conversation with Neil Flynn, talking about how they would shoot his scenes in scrubs. Scrubs was also single camera versus three camera. So you're you're right. acting like it's on film. It's not like a stage performance. And, and my sense is the role of the janitor was right in that sweet spot where it was scripted. But they encouraged you, I'm guessing, to do a lot of improvisation.
0: Because Bill had seen that improv show. And so he said, what we would do is you rehearse it, block the scene, rehearse it a couple times with the dialogue. And Bill said, I think from day one, and if you think of something else to say, you know, say that. Because what you would do is, uh, it's an alternate take. I always, always did it as scripted. Unless Bill said, forget this. Just, if you can think of something funnier, say it. Yeah. But um, do it as scripted and then try a couple more. And most of my scenes were with Zach Braff and he was always up for this. Um, It was such great fun because it was a small part but it was at the point where, you know, the directors were told how it works. And you have different directors. Uh, a lot of the times I'm speaking to the folks at home, it's not necessarily the same person doesn't direct every episode, right. usually, because uh, there's preparations to do uh, the week before you shoot. So at the very least on multi-camera, they're switching back and forth. Um, but same the deal. So they would say, uh, you know, OK, we're real good, Neil. You got anything else? You, know, you want to do another one? And sometimes I would say, "One more. I have one more option," and that's all it is—is providing uh, the the you know the creator of the show, the showrunner, and and the editor options. Yeah, I'm not saying this is gold, but it's worth a try. So we did three or four different endings to the scene. You you pick pick the one you like. So I was that was I've I've said I was just asked recently what what my best uh, job was favorite job. I would have to say scrubs because it was so much fun. I had to do so little that the little bit I did was always fun. And it was such a break and a change from that was the first time I had any financial security, you know, so it it changes your, changes your life. And then the middle was um, a better job in that. I had a bigger role, you know, and uh, a lot of uh, me and uh, uh, Patricia Heaton, would talk all the time about she came from she did theater at first when she was young. And uh when you have, and you know this, we would have sometimes a four, five more page scene, yeah, just the two of us like getting ready for bed or lying in the bed, and you yeah. except for scene study class in theater, when do you get to do that? Sometimes in a play on camera unless you're a star the answer is never yeah never yeah you get five places if you know if so you have a very big part in that movie
1: right you know uh,
0: the odds are so um in that sense it was more uh enjoyable for me because i got to do more acting more scene playing you know there's more uh variety of emotions the janitor didn't call for a variety of emotions and uh so the long-winded answer is i got i got lucky twice and those are both my favorite jobs but for different reasons and then you get these other sprinkles like favorite job well i could say that afternoon with harrison ford you know
1: do you get a theme song like when you get introduced for talk shows do they play a theme song from scrubs or from the middle (laughs) interesting
0: um first of all Uh, I just thought of this recently. The middle, a crow grokked that was the theme song. Uh. I mean, that was it, there was no theme song. Uh, Probably because as time goes on, they put more and more commercials into a half hour show,
1: and they didn't want to
0: waste a minute on opening credits. Sure. Um, but the second answer is, I don't do talk shows, not because I won't. If someone asked, I would probably do it. But back at the beginning when it seemed like it might be the right idea to hire a publicist, um, I did. And I said, and I don't remember exactly, but it's something like $3,000 a month. It's it's ridiculous. Yeah. And so I told the person who I don't I couldn't pick him out of a lineup now. I said, um, all I want is to be on uh, Celebrity Jeopardy. And the Bonnie Hunt show, which went off the air, I don't know, maybe ten years ago, Um, because my mom liked that show. Bonnie Hunt is from Chicago, and uh, and my mom liked her. So, um, here's the thing: I she I got on the Bonnie Hunt show, and my mom and my sisters came out and were in the audience, and um, and got on camera, I think, because I mentioned that, and Bonnie says really? Where are they? You know, and so they cut them right, right there. Um, but here's the thing about it. I can't think of a time that I was as nervous as I was standing backstage at the bounty hunt show. Really? You're in the, in the dark a little bit, you know, it's, it's a door, I think, but it could be a curtain. But sure. Uh, I couldn't place it maybe sometime in high school or something. I thought this is weird and awful. It's a yeah. terrible feeling. Being nervous is Everyone knows that it's a terrible yeah. feeling, yeah. And being nervous to, you know, I don't know, take a test or something is one thing, but this is live television,
1: yeah, yeah. And so,
0: <laughs> I think what I concluded is even that I did a few other things like in, in pairs, we were for publicity for them, we were on The View once and uh, the, the the breakfast cooking show, I don't know, something, but um, I never pursued it again to you know, I let the publicist go and um i'm not going to set myself up to strive for things that make me extremely uncomfortable
1: yeah yeah
0: so i just let that go um and it's okay that kind of went hand in hand with um i think people sometimes are trying to well certainly they are sometimes it's obligatory because you have you're the star of the movie you have to pump up the 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 the, the advertising for this thing the, the press coverage um But other times it's people asking, you know, trying to get their client or themselves onto these things so they can be more recognizable or more well-known or so that their TV show or movie can get publicity. And I'm I'm not in the position – no one's asking me to publicize anything. Right. And I don't feel like the other reason. um, Do it for my own aggrandizement. So I can live without it. And that goes hand in hand. And this will be the last thing I'll say with – I can't promise it's the last thing I'll say with my attitude overall, which is I got let into the party that I felt shut out of for a long time. I got in, I ate, had a drink, you know, I wasn't called up onto the stage to make some announcements or, some, or give some <laughs> performance. It's okay. Yeah. I got in. If this is pretty much it, I figure I'll, I figure I'll probably dribble away, you know, just drip, 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 show up here show up there but no big things are coming my way i don't think and uh and that's okay i accept i'm not i'm not uh, in any way anything
1: but grateful that i didn't go higher up the mountain That's it for this week's Reduced Shakespeare Company podcast, except for one more thing, which I'll share with you in about 60 seconds, so stick around. Send us your terrible auditions via email to feedback at shakespeare.com. or throw a comment to us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram, or on our own actual website, reducedshakespeare.com, or visit my website, theshakespeareans.com. Thanks, as always, to assistant coach of the Minnesota State Screaming Eagles, Matthew Croak, web services by Ginger Power Limited, music by John Weber and Garage Band. Our random fan shout-out this week goes to Floyd Cohen. No reason, it's just random. Special thanks to Elizabeth Dennehy, who also worked on The Middle, and to Neil Flynn for conquering his fear of talk shows to talk to me two weeks in a row. And as always, thanks very much to you for listening. Please continue to stay safe and keep your masks on. I'm Austin Titchener, 872 2616 of the Reduced Shakespeare Company. And now, one last exchange between two old friends. And I do mean old. So now we're recording. Neil, how
0: are your bowel movements? Are they good? Are they <laughs> Yeah, that's you reach a certain age and uh, I'd like to I'd like to pee when I think I have to pee. Is that too much to ask?
1: This podcast is a production of the Reduce Shakespeare Company. Reducing expectations since nineteen eighty one. Go to ReduceShakespeare.com for performance dates, actor bios, email newsletters, and so much Answer less. less. Yes. So, much less. Yes. so much less. So much less so much less